Christ conquering death, risen for us. Tonight, we proclaim Jesus lives. And we're here now celebrating this pinnacle moment of the Christian year. And we're in the midst of the most ancient of all Easter services, the vigil, marking the resurrection, telling the whole history of all of God's saving acts with the people of Israel. And then, bam, our lights go on, and we have fun with bells, and we rejoice. Christ is risen. But really, how many of us feel like we have a handle on this resurrection stuff? Christ is risen. It's the heart of our faith. It's the mystery at the heart of our faith. And to describe it is very hard to put into words. Even for those among us who've had many an experience or maybe just one or two experiences that bring Christ's resurrection to life in our hearts. Now scripture describes how witnesses discovering the empty tomb, discovering the resurrection. Scripture describes how they had trouble expressing it, had trouble believing it. Resurrection? In all four gospels, it's Mary Magdalene and a varying array of women that were following Jesus. It's these women who discover the empty tomb. And in Luke's gospel, which I hope you heard, Mary Magdalene is accompanied by Joanna and Mary, the mother of James. They get to the tomb, it's empty, and they're perplexed. And then they're terrified. They see two men in dazzling clothes who tell them Jesus is risen that Jesus will be in Galilee. So the women go back to the disciples and try to put this Jesus is risen experience they've just had, this dramatic experience, into words. And the, and the uh, disciples scoff in disbelief. The gospel says the words seem to the disciples as an idle tale. Now, in Greek, the word that we translate as idle is leros, which means garbage, drivel, bunk, the ravings or idiocy of a lunatic. So these women saying Jesus is risen, garbage, drivel, bunk. <laughs> now, it is hard, admittedly, for us to wrap our minds around this Jesus is risen in the way it may have been and was hard for the disciples. So Peter does, I think, believe a little bit because he decides to take off to the tomb and he runs up there to check it out for himself and lo and behold, he's amazed. It is empty. The linens are lying there and he takes his amazement home. The 21st century me imagines that he begins mansplaining it to everyone. (laughs) 
witnesses to the resurrection appearances and to the aftermath of Jesus' death. They all struggled to recognize what was happening. Writers of scripture struggled to put this mystery into words, this word-defying yet world-defining event. Because the cross and the resurrection is what revealed to all of them the fullness of who Jesus is. The cross and the resurrection revealed that Jesus is more than everything he taught while he walked the earth. It reveals that Jesus is more than a great spiritual, moral, or philosophical teacher from the past. He is God in the world from the beginning of time through his incarnation, and now, with the resurrection, he lives, and he lives today. If what was most important about Jesus were just his teachings, like, let's say, Socrates, whose wisdom was recorded by other people, Jesus' teachings likely would just be a tome on the shelf, something to pick and choose from. And if all Jesus had been was a teacher, whenever we'd be trying to follow those teachings, we'd actually be on our own, trying to to live into that glorious vision, but alone, at a distance from God. We'd be following on behalf of a deity out there. But the resurrection reveals we are not alone. When we follow Jesus' teachings, Jesus is right there with us. And as some who've been working in what we're starting the divine office say, Jesus is our coworker. God is with us. That's what the resurrection proclaims. Jesus lives with us in all things, at all times. So the resurrection blows this Jesus as just a wise ancient teacher out of the water. The resurrection says Jesus is here. Don't be afraid. When you follow me, you are not alone. I love you, and I will love you whether you follow me or not. I am with you. I am with you in your striving. I am with you in your failings. I am with you in your joy, and I'm with you in your suffering. I am with each and every one of you, holding your hearts, bathing you in love, bathing you with grace, forgiving you, whether you feel it or not. Jesus lives. Jesus is telling us, just walk with me, because I am with you. This is the resurrection, and this is what Leanne was just baptized into. And this is the life we are all called to lead. The resurrected life with Jesus, present with us, ever loving us, ever guiding us. A resurrected life where no violence, no abuse, not even death, will separate us 
from Jesus, from God's love. And this is what scripture tries so hard to express, all of Paul's letters, all the gospels, because they too struggled with understanding how to put this amazing new revelation of God into words, this amazing event into words. They knew readers would have questions as we have questions. And in the end, their choice was simply to bear witness with their words, bear witness in telling each other their story of encounters with the risen Christ. If you've ever felt God with you at any point or had an inkling of his spirit being with you, you're feeling the risen Christ. You too are witnesses to the resurrection. So together we come tonight to celebrate that incredible mystery. We come together with our own witness and to witness with one another, and even if we're not feeling it, to feel this communal witness, to feel the bells, to feel the songs. We come together to question and to explore together and to follow Christ together. We're called to follow Jesus, to see Jesus alive in one another yesterday, today and forever. And this is a relationship, a relationship with Christ and with the enormity of his love and the unboundedness of God's love, the transformative power of God's love. This is a relationship we can all grow into and grow more deeply into. As one newcomer posted last fall, the idea that there's some kind of threshold of faith that you have to cross before sharing the love with, of sharing in the love of Christ. The idea that there's that kind of threshold, that's an illusion. We are all welcome at Christ's table. We're all welcome in this house. We're all welcome into the risen life of Christ. He is risen. He's risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.